Nehemiah Pedigzain, uh, part two. We're picking off where we left off yesterday, the second half of Pedigzain. We're starting with Pesuchet, where we begin to talk about the list of families and people that came uh, with the Aliyah of Zerubbabel in the time of Kodesh to Eretz Yisrael. Pesuchet. Bnei Parosh, Alpayim, Me'av, Shivim, Ushnayim. The children of Parosh, 2,172. Now, it's interesting to note that, as we'll see in this pedic, some of the people here are the names of people. So the sons of Parosh, the children of uh, that is a particular man. Some of the people, as we'll see, are the children of cities or groups of people from the city. Uh, so the structure does seem to be variable. Some of the structures were built after the place where they're from. Some of them were built after uh, the, the family patriarch. Basutet. The children of Shifatiah, 372. The children of Arach, 652. It's worth noting here, this is the first time we have a divergence in the numbers between Ezra and Nehemiah. Uh, so here we have 652. The children of Arach and Ezra are 775. Uh, there's really not much to go through on each city or particular family. Uh, the difference in the numbers, we really don't have that much information where where uh, each each case we can talk about specifically. Uh, but as we mentioned yesterday, we gave several reasons for why there are variations, slight variations between the difference in the lists in the Hamia and in the Zerah Perikbet. B'nei Pachat Moab, B'nei Yeshua, B'yoab, Alpayim, Ushmanei Moat, Shmanei Asad. The children of the governor of Moab, the children of Yeshua and Yoav, 2,818. Uh, for many of the next Pesukim, which are simply numbers and the name of a city or place, uh, I won't be reading the translation. If someone does want to know the translation of the numbers, uh, feel free to look at the English. Pesukid bet. B'nei Ailam, Erev Matayim, Chamishim V'arba'ah. B'nei Zatu, Shmonei Maot, Erev V'chamishah. B'nei Zakai, Shva Mot Shishim. B'nei Binui, Shish Mot Abeim Ushmona. B'nei Devai, Shish Mot Asim Ushmona. B'nei Azgad, Alpine Shalosh Mot Asim Ushnaim. B'nei Adonikam, Shish Mot Shishim Ushiva. B'nei Bigvai, Alpine Shishim Ushiva. B'nei Adin, Shish Mot Hamishim Hamisha. B'nei Atel, Rechiskia, Tishim Ushmona. B'nei Hashum, Shalosh Mot Asim Ushmona. B'nei Betsai, Shalosh Mot Asim Arbaa. B'nei Harif, Me'ash Nemasad. B'nei Giv'on, Tishim Ha'chamisha. Anshei B'dlechem Un-Tofa, Me'ar Shmonim Ushmona. Pazil Kavzayin, Anshei Anatot, Me'ar Shmonim Ushmona. Anshei B'dazmavet, Arbaim Ushnaim. Anshei Kriyat Ya'arim, Kifira Uveirot, Shramot, Arbaim Ushlosha. Anshei Harama, V'gava, Shishmot, Asnim Ve'echad. Anshei Mechmas, Me'ar V'Asnim Ushnaim. Anshei B'te'el, V'ha'ai, Me'ar Shmonim Ushlosha. פסוק ל"ג: "אנשי נבו אחר חמישים ושניים, בני עילם אחר אלף מאתיים חמישים וארבעה, בני חרים שלוש מאות ועשרים, בני יריחו שלוש מאות ארבעים וחמישה, בני לוד חדיד ועונו שבע מאות ועשרים ואחד". פסוק ל"ח: "בני שנאה שלושת אלפים תשע מאות ושלושים". פסוק ל"ט: "הכהנים בני ידעיה לבית ישועה תשע מאות שבעים ושלושה". In this Pesuk, we switch over to the Kohanim. Uh, we essentially finished all the Israel. Now we're referring to the list of the Kohanim that came up with Israel. Pesuk men. B'nei Imer, Erev Hamishim Ushnaim. B'nei Pashchur, Erev Matayim Arbaim Ushiva. B'nei Harim, Erev Shiva Asar. Pesuk men Gimel, we now start to Levine. 
הלוויים בני ישועה לקדמיאל לבני להודווה שבעים וארבעה המשוררים בני אסף מאה ארבעים ושמונה שמונה Here we have, uh, as opposed to the Meshoradim, the singers, we have the Shoradim, the gatekeepers of the other tasks of the Levim. So there were families that were specific for both. Uh, we finished the Levim now. Now we're going to talk about the Nitimim. The Nitimim were essentially the people who came to Yehoshua um, as B'nai Israel were entering Eretz Israel. A nation of Canaanim came to the Jews and uh, pretended they were not from Eretz Israel, that they were from far away land. And came to do peace with the Jews. Uh, the reason why they pretended to do so is that they knew that the Jews were coming to conquer all the nations that resided in Eretz Israel as part of the mandate to conquer Eretz Israel. Uh, so they pretended they were someone else to make a treaty. Uh, they did so. They didn't make a treaty with the Jews. Uh, and soon thereafter, Yehoshua found out. Uh, he did not break the treaty as they had just made a treaty, but he also couldn't let them be uh, and just be in peace with them. And what they became was known as the Netanim. essentially uh, servants for the temple. So these people were specifically water bearers and woodcutters for the public service and for the, for the benefit of the temple. So after the Kohanim and the Levim, the Pasuk now turns to the Nitinim who returned uh, to Eretz Israel with the rest of the Jews. Pasuk Memba. הנתינים בני ציחה, בני חשופה, בני טבעות. מ"ז: בני קירוס, בני סיעה, בני פדון. בני לבנה, בני חגבה, בני שמאי, בני חנן, בני גדל, בני גחל, בני ראיה, בני רצין, בני נקודה, בני גזם, בני עוזה, בני פסח, בני בסאי, בני מעונים, בני נפשים, בני בקבוק, בני חקופה, בני חרפור, בני בצלית, בני מחידה, בני חרשה, בני ברקוס, בני סיסלה, בני תמך, בני נציח, בני חטיפה, בני עבדי שלמה, בני סוטאי, בני סופרת, בני פרידה, בני יעלה, בני דקון, בני גדל, בני שפתיה, בני חתיר, בני פוחרת, הצבעים, בני עמון. פסוק ס', כל הנתינים ובני עבדי שלמה, שלוש מאות תשעים ושניים. After having went through all that, we're now going to talk to specific families who we could not find their Yehus, who we're not sure about exactly where they came from, who don't have their familiar tradition, and we can't relate them back to establish families in the Jewish nation. Pasuk Samech Aleph. Me'ele ha'almim itel melech, tel charsha, keruv adon ve'imed. Ve'lo yakru lahagid bet avotam v'zun'am im Yisrael hem. The following went up from tel melech and tel charsha. Kiruv, Adon, and Imer. And they could not state the household of their fathers and their children if they were from Israel. So essentially, because they, we don't know about their caste, we don't know about their children as well, and we're not sure exactly the status of the children uh, in the Kaal of Israel. Pasuk Samech Bet. B'nei Delaya, B'nei Tovia, B'nei Nekoda, 642. Uh, now we're going to talk about the Kohanim who had unsure ancestry. Pasuk Samech Gimel. Omin HaKohanim B'nei Chavaya B'nei HaKotz B'nei Barzilai Shalakach B'vnot Barzilai Giladi Shah V'Karel Shemab. From the Kohanim, the children of Chavaya, the children of the Kotz, 
and the children of Barzillai, who took a wife from the daughters of Barzillai, and was called after his name. Essentially, uh, meaning that the people borrow the name of Brazilai Giladi uh, by marrying into the family and assuming the family name. Uh, why that would have been done is because Brazilai was a well-known and well-respected man, uh, so therefore they would want to assume his last name. Pasuk Samech Talad. Ela b'kishu ketavam ha-mitiachasim v'lo nimsa v'yigalu min ha These searched for the genealogical records, but it was not found so they were exiled from the priesthood. Um, essentially, the the law is is that if the Kohanim could not could not trace back their lineage or, or trace them back to other known Kohanim, uh, essentially they can't treat them as Kohanim, and therefore uh, were not allowed to serve as functional Kohanim. Pasuk Semeche, the Yomer had tirshat alehem asher lo yuchlu mikodesh kodeshim adam on a Kohen leorim mitumim. And Hatrashata told them that they should not eat from the Kodesh until a Kohen with Dorim Tumim arises. Here in this Pasuk, first of all, we have Loyuchlu Mikodesh, uh, Mikodesh Kodeshin. They should not eat from literally the Holy of Holies. Uh, what that is talking about is, is sanctified foods, the Korbanot, that part of which the Kohanim have a Chelek in. Uh, they're able to eat part of that. These Kohanim, these families, which could not find the genealogical records, were not allowed to eat. The second, Adam or the Kohen, the Urim Tumim. Until Kohen arises with an Urim Tumim, uh, the Urim Tumim were not around in the second temple. Uh, so essentially, this wasn't during this time, oh, when we get a Kohen in a year or two. Uh, this is referring to possibly messianic times or end of days uh, when the, all the families, as per the Gemara, will be reestablished and everyone will be clarified uh, their genealogical, genealogical records. Finally, we have Hatershata here, and Hatershata, as we know, we, we, we explained that as Nehemiah. We'll, we'll learn that actually in the next chapter where there's a Pasuk, uh, Nehemiah, who Hatershata, equating the two. Uh, there's one difficulty with this being Nehemiah, and that's, uh, as we said, this is the time of Zerubbabel, this predates Nehemiah. Uh, there's two ways to understand this, like Rashi or some of the other classical mythology. We could understand that Nehemiah indeed was Olaim Zerubbabel, so he did come with Zerubbabel, went back to exile and returned again uh, in the beginning of Sefer Nehemiah. Uh, the other way to understand this is just that these people were sort of in a status of limbo uh, from the Satar of the Second and the was asked these disenfranchised Kohanim. Maybe they were eating, maybe they weren't eating. They were sort of in the status of limbo. Nothing was really doing. And finally, when Nehemiah came years later, he set down the law. This is their status. They're not eating until uh, they get verified by a Kohen with a limit to me until that happens. Pasuk Samechvav. Kol kahal keechad abari bo alpaim shalosh motzushishim. All the congregation together, forty-two thousand three hundred and sixty. Uh, if you actually count and add up all the numbers that we had in this pedic, uh, they don't actually add up to forty-two thousand. It's far short. One possible explanation is, if you remember, uh, that, that Al-Bad commented that perhaps the numbers of the particular families were different here uh, because of uh, births, deaths, immigrations, emigrations, various things that happened to the people of the population. That's why between the, the counting in Israel's time and the counting in Nehemiah's time. 
Uh, however, because in order to keep the counting similar, they kept the same total, even though the total here is significantly less than it was in the times of Ezra. The Seder Olam, and alongside some Nefashim, including the Mitzvotot, explains that the only people mentioned in our Pedic of Nehemiah is the people from Yehudan and Yamin, all the other tribes uh, that went up into the, into Eretz Israel again also. So people from essentially the Ten Lost Tribes, you could say, uh, are not counted in this Pedic. Uh, specifically, as you know, individually, but are included in the total number, bringing up to forty-two thousand. Besides, for their male and female servants, who were seven thousand three hundred and thirty-seven, and they had male and female singers two hundred and forty-five. Uh, so, in addition to the forty-two thousand, you have a population of servants, a population of singers. Pasuk Samachet Gemalim Arbam Otsloshim Hamisha Hamurim Sheshet Lafim Shivama Otsveisim. Camels, 435, and donkeys, 6,720. We're now going to talk a bit about the donations that were made. Pasuk Semachtet. Umiksat Rashay Havod Natinula Melacha, Hatyashata Natana Otsai, Zahavda Kimonim Elif, Mizrakot Hamishim, Kotnot Kohanim Shloshim Hameshmeot. And some of the family heads gave, contributed to the labor. Hatershata gave to the labor 1,000 golden darkmans, 50 spoons, and 530 kohanim tunics. Nachamiyad did mention earlier in the book how he supported the building of the temple. Uh, so this pursuit definitely gives support to that. We see exactly uh, how much Nachamiyad contributed of his own wealth to the building of the temple. Pasuk Ayn. And some of the family heads contributed to the work treasury, 20,000 golden dakimons and 2,200 silver manes. Uh, the pasuk seems the pasuk seems to split up into two parts. We had the previous pasuk. Uh, some of the family heads gave to the Melachah, and we mentioned Nehemiah's donation. Then we have the next pasuk, and some of the family heads gave to the treasury of the Melachah. Uh, so it does seem to count them as two separate things, and the question is why. Perhaps it's simpler as a way of introduction of splitting up Nehemiah's donation to others to from other donations. Uh, others want to explain that the original, the first pasuk is talking about donations in the time of Cyrus, in the time of Kodesh, or in the time of the rest of the pedicle, with the Aliyah when people were giving donations. Uh, and the, the later pasuk is talking about in our current time, in the time of Nehemiah. As we'll see when we get to Perekhet, the beginning of Perekhet, and we, we touched upon this earlier in the beginning of Perekhet's design, uh, it's not so clear where exactly this document that Nehemiah is quoting with the list of the people ends. Uh, according to that, it pretty much ends here. So it ends talking about the donations in the times of Cyrus and then starts already in the times of Nehemiah. Others, as we saw, including Rashi, hold that this document goes all the way until the end of Pedic Yud. Uh, so therefore, obviously, it would be impossible to say that this would be referring to donations at the time of Nehemiah. This is a recording of an earlier document. Uh, we will get more into that as we begin Perakhet. Uh, because it does get more complicated in understanding 
what this context of the situation is and when it is happening. Pasuk Ayin Aleph. The rest of the people gave 20,000 golden narkemons, 2,000 silver zmane, and 67 priestly tunics. And then the Kohanim, the Levi'im, the gatekeepers, the singers, the, the nation, the Netinim, and all of Israel settled in their cities. The seventh month arrived, and the children of Israel were in their cities. The seventh month here is also mentioned in Ezra. At the end of the list in Ezra, it is also the seventh month, the seventh month. Uh, that leads many to say that this pedic and the following pedic are a continuation or essentially uh, talking about the same time period as the time period of Ezra. The beginning of Ezra talks about the time of Kodesh uh, before Ezra actually went up, which would mean that all the following events in the next chapter uh, predate the actual ascension of Ezra and Nehemiah recorded in the books. And as per the Shishita, he was in Ezra and Nehemiah, went with Zerubbabel and came back. Uh, others explain that this Chodesh Shavii is a different Chodesh Shavii. It's the seventh month, obviously, but not the same seventh month that we have in this recording of the of the uh, Olim in Sefer Ezra. Rather, they both happen to happen in the seventh month, but all the events happening here are in the time of Nehemiah and very different than the time of Zubavel. This is much later, as we said. Uh, we'll see. We'll see in more detail in Perichet.